Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today! Brought to you by the Letter Podcast. If you're listening to us in the morning, we're sorry. <laughs> Welcome. We just ate a shit ton of Oreos for our latest promo vid. I might fall asleep while you're talking, so yeah. Just know that I support you. I cherish our friendship, and uh, I know that the topic that you're going to do is going to be amazing. Well, we'll see. I'm ready to learn. But uh, yeah, so this is the podcast brought to you by the Letter. My name is Carly, and that lovely voice over there is Kelsey, and we are two BFFs. We're two Biffles from high school. From high school, who are now not in high school. We're full-fledged adults. Yes, chat about things, everything from A to Z, as they say. Yeah, and we're just here to kind of learn more stuff about things for real. Like last week, we talked about psychedelic mushrooms, mm-hmm. but hey, we might talk about um, anything, like Genghis Khan's great great granddaughter. Or maybe the Gold Rush, or maybe Area 51, or Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. And we go all over the place. We go current day. We go past time. We mm, go through history. the history. Mm, naked people. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I received from my friend Mary Kate some really, really lovely. I mean, hey, I'm just going to pat myself on the back, pat us on the back here because she really likes our podcast. Aww. And she sent me some comments about the Mandela Effect episode. And she said, number one, never knew that's what it was. Like I knew the general concept, but not in detail or that's what it was called. And number two, I don't know what the relationship between the two is or if this is part of the Mandela Effect, but I learned in school about the thing where our brains um can straight up make up memories like i think we did touch on that when we talked about hypnosis like she's like it fucking blew my mind and it freaks me out but like it happens most often with big events and people will quote like recollect exactly where they were and what they did on a certain day but if these like memories are fact-checked they were nowhere near that place or like doing the thing when she said that about like fact checking like memories i just think about like 9 11 and i very very specifically remember where i was and what i was doing i was in third grade and i like remember all these like weird like small details but now i'm like wait is that even yeah so i thought literally i remember being in my second grade classroom yeah i thought i was in second grade i am two years older than you carly 
Oh, so you did have a false memory. I did have a false memory. I was actually in fourth grade. Now, granted, I could have been in that room because we I know we were shuffled around that day a lot yeah. because of like what who had a TV, like not every classroom had a TV, pretty sure still. Right. So like we were all running around the school kind of going to TVs. It was weird. But yeah, it's just weird because I was in third grade for sure. And like I do have a memory of what was happening. And I'm pretty sure that's memory's right, but now I don't trust myself. I actually have an email from... Oh, wait. She's, she has more stuff, right? Nope, that's it. Oh. Thank you, Mary-Kate. Love you. You're the best. Aw. So I actually got an email from Tessa. <gasps> yeah. Tessa. So she also emailed us about the Medela effect. One thing that her and her twin, Sienna, have Yay. is a memory that they can't, like, place anywhere. Like, they both have the exact same memory. Whoa. But and they're twins, so they have, like... Weird shared DNA and shit. Telepathic yeah. tendencies. So she said, hi, Carly and Kelsey. I love looking into the Mandela effect. So I've heard about most of the ones you talked about. The Berenstain Bears one got me too. One I always think about is remembering this weird animated show that I watched as a kid and was about these traveling toads that had to go find a mushroom patch. Both Sienna and I have this memory but couldn't find it anywhere online. So did it happen? Who knows? <laughs> what a great episode. Love, Tessa. Aw. Thanks, Tessie. Wow. That is... Does it, but th- it's weird that they both have the same memory yeah. of this. And then I was like, is it frog and toad? You yeah. know, like, I don't think so. What if it was, like, because I'm thinking of, like, Franklin. Remember that show, Franklin? Oh, yeah, Franklin. I don't know if there are frogs in it. But what if it was just, like, one episode? Of Franklin or of Frog and Toad or whatever of like where they had to go to a mushroom field. Maybe I I did look up if there was like a um a mushroom patch Frog and Toad episode, but there's not, and I don't even think. Yeah, I don't know. The most fucked up thing about that show Franklin is the very beginning when they're playing the song. Hey, it's Franklin. Franklin jumps out of bed and puts his shell on. That's impossible. That's like putting your skin on. That's like jumping out of bed. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hate the idea of putting on my skin in the morning. But, yes, in cartoons, they, like, make turtles pop out of their shell. But, like, IRL, that's not possible. So So are they, like, attached to their shell? Yep. Their shell is, like, their exoskeleton, basically. I see. That way. Yeah. Don't they have an internal skeleton also? Yes. But there's also a spine that goes along the back of the shell. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Let me know if I'm wrong. Let's or, fucking talk about turtles for a second, bro. Let's like go into turtles. turtle corner. I like turtles. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. I want to learn about turtles now. Well, I also have some corrections of myself. Oh, wait. I was going to say, I also have corrections. <laughs> this is a for big you episode. or for me? For me. Oh, shoot. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to correct myself from the Oreo episode. Um, how the fuck could I talk about Oreos <laughs> and not mention oreo o's like i'm so stupid like i was definitely so you're, you're correcting yourself yeah i should have it's I, not really a correction it's just like how could i forget how could i forget and those like i was definitely a kid and around when i would walk past this in the cereal aisle and then i would see pretty much oreo cookies turned into cereal form that you could purchase and eat and i have definitely eaten them before and it's just pure chocolate and like sugar flavor i mean Um, that's all american cereals for you also we speculated about the blizzard and the oreo blizzard was one of four original blizzard flavors including i believe like heath snickers 
Oreo and M&M, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. So I have a correction. Okay. From my nudity episode. Or just maybe a clarification. All right. So I've talked about a stat that was about private nudity and how today 58% of people reported that they slept nude. And then I said, by generation, 65% of millennials, but only 39 of boomers. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, that is correct. I was right. Never mind. I, I did the right thing. Great job. We knew that I you just, were- I, I, I had like, I had like three anxiety attacks about it. And I was like, oh, I got to fix this. I got to bring it up. And then I'm like, actually, oh my gosh, I, was, I actually read that right. Actually, I was perfect the whole time. Actually, pat self on back yeah all right sorry dude are we ready let's do it we should figure out what to call the really fucking hard letters because i have one i have let really the stinker i have the stinker i have q right there's not a lot of things that start with q if you Um, please send in suggestions like we've been like casually bringing it up now we are asking for suggestions for we the have, hard ones. We have like U coming up. Ooh, we have you, like we have y, X, Y, X. Z. Oh my gosh, X. I don't even want to think about it. X, Y, Z is going to be. X just gives me hives. I already actually know a Z one, so okay. we're good. Well, good. actually. Good for you. Yeah, wait, do I have Z? I think I do. Yes. You do. I do. All right, so I'm doing Q. Like we like to do. Do you want to guess what I'm doing or do you just want me to tell you? I just want you to tell me. All right. I'm feeling like a like a nice chill. So time. you did psychedelic mushrooms last time, a little bit scientific. We're going to get scientific again. We are going to get scientific again, Kelsey. We are going to get scientific, but we are going with the earth and space sciences with quicksand <gasps> brought to you by the letter Q. I'm so excited to learn about quicksand. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this later, but there is... Have you ever heard of the band The Story So Far? They're like a pop punk band. It sounds familiar, but I don't think so. Yeah. So they have a song called Quicksand. So oh, like, yes. I do know that song. Yeah. So like <laughs> it has been in my head all day. Like at, when we were doing our earlier taste test in my brain, it's just like playing because I've like wrote the word oh quicksand a hundred times in my research paper. But anyways. Every child's worst nightmare. Quicksand. Brought to you by the letter Q. So let's just, let me just tell you what quicksand is. Like science based. Like let sure. me just explain sure, it Sure, I'm to here you. for it. I'm ready. So it is a mixture of sand and water or even sand and air. It appears to be solid, but it will become unstable when disturbed by an external stress or force. So that's what quicksand is. So it's sand that looks like sand, but it's not just But it's sand. not. So normally, in normal sand, not quicksand, in the slow sand, um, <laughs> the grains of sand are, like, packed tightly together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because there's, like, space between, like, they are packed tightly, but there's space around them where the packing doesn't happen. So in normal sand, there's about 25 to 30% void space. And I have a diagram to show you of what that means. I see. So I'm like, sure we've all seen this diagram in school. Probably. Yeah. So it's just basically in picture a whole bunch of circles and have them all jammed and stacked on top of each other. There's going to be little areas of air and like space where where those. Um, right. And they don't all match up to each other flush. Exactly. 
So sometimes because of the shape of the sand, the sand isn't a perfect sphere. You know, it could be like oblong or like rice shaped or whatever. Oh, they come in all different shapes. They come. Well, sand is literally just like a whole bunch of shit, right? Like it's just a bunch of ground up shit. It really is. It really is. So certain sands can have more of that empty space around them Mm -hmm. so where i'm saying normally it's like 25 to 30 percent is empty space sometimes if a sand (laughs) has 30 to 70 (laughs) percent empty space or like water filling that space Uh it will cause the sand to collapse and become quick so that's how you get quicksand so this one really good article i referenced made this like analogy if you picture like building a house of cards the space between the cards when when you're building it there's a lot of empty space and it's definitely like takes up more space than the area that the cards actually occupy yeah so that's kind of what they're going for there and it's kind of hard to picture because sand is something that's so small each grain is so small so another way to think of it is like a ball pit Put a bunch of balls from a ball pit in a swimming pool. The space between them becomes greater because there's the either air or water in between. Got it. Makes sense? Yep. Sciency. I'm there. I'm visualizing yes. it. So like I said before, the quicksand occurs when additional force, a vibration, or an upward migration of water overcomes that friction that is like holding the little grains together. The majority of quicksand occurs where there are natural springs. These springs can occur at the base of alluvial fans, which if you don't know what an alluvial fan is, I'll tell you. It is a cone-shaped body of sand and gravel that is formed um, by rivers like flowing down mountains. So have you ever actually been to a natural spring? Actually, yes, I have. Yeah, isn't it so cool kind of? So be careful. Because there might be quicksand around there. Oh, no. Also, another place where quicksand can be found is along riverbanks or on beaches at low tide. So, like, tide goes out and it has all this exposed, like, ocean floor, kind of, or the, mm-hmm. the bottom. The sand is a lot more saturated with water there and it right, the was agitated by the tides and stuff like that. So, in these instances, the loose packing of sand is caused by the upward movement of water. So quicksand can also occur in upward flowing water from an artesian spring. And an artesian spring is an upward gushing of water formed from an underground aquifer. So once again, I have more visuals because this is like earth science. It's a little bit difficult to understand, but this is what an underwater aquifer looks like. It is a u-shaped like body of water underground basically and because of the forces of gravity and like the pressure of the water it causes springs to come up but it also causes something called an artesian well which is like literally a natural well that can be formed but it can also form a sub-artesian well (laughs) which is like this one here (laughs) oh my gosh so are we gonna explain that so picture a well you know but a spring is just where it pops out a little bit of the ground versus a well a well is literally like a channel what you were just hey just look at our instagram if you're confused basically an aquifer is a u-shaped body of water underground 
and because of like forces and things that happen with water underground because of earth shit it causes either an artesian spring which is what we talked about an artesian well or a sub-artesian well spring just is water that gushes out of the ground like pretty much almost at sea level let's say right whereas the wells the artesian and the sub-artesian wells are legit like picture a well it's just a channel a straight like shoot hole down into the aquifer so that's perfect there you go so these upward flowing forces from the artesian spring can oppose the force of gravity actually from top Mm -hmm. and suspend the soil or sand particles (gasps) in between thus the forces are like counteracting forces oh my gosh creating the quicksand so that's some scary earth shit i know so there's also this thing called soil liquefaction and it can occur in partially saturated soil when it is shaken by an earthquake so basically you got wet dirt you got an earthquake and the extreme movement from the earthquake plus an increase in pore size pores meeting the space between the sediments and pressure from the groundwater beneath will cause these particles to be less cohesive which may cause the buildings that are on top of this soil to either sink and even landslides landslide uses the same sort of like properties of quicksand in a sense and landslides are fucking terrifying have you ever like watched a video of one no i don't want to it's so it's it's one of those things that you see and you think your brain's broken because you're like that's a hill it shouldn't be moving that's a big clump of dirt it shouldn't be flowing right but that's like yeah it's kind of that's like water shit scares me like uh tsunamis tsunamis i just whenever like a dam breaks or something like that to me is like unfathomable just what that even looks like i think i would just my brain would just be like yeah (laughs) yeah it's and uh, and i don't get it (laughs) also so many of these things are like so huge like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like they're so big that it's not something we are able to see every day so like for instance have you ever seen that diagram of the person with the size of like a normal wave a really big fucking wave Mm -mm. and then like this tsunami and it keeps shrinking the person because it's (gasps) showing how actually and then it's like a skyscraper building this tsunami that's even taller than the sky it's disgusting it's like an animation so it's i can't (laughs) yeah i can't fathom all right we're getting a little more sciencey here so quicksand is considered a sheer thinning non-newtonian fluid you know what i was just thinking that about myself yeah yeah <laughs> you were just like hey so you know newton we know him we know oh, the guy isaac. newton yeah oh yeah you know isaac right our boy isaac so do you we, we'll get to him in a minute but do you remember from science class what a fluid is a liquid like substance basically sort of but no but kind of but well let me just let me just tell you so <laughs> all right i'm gonna just listen <laughs> a fl- I, you don't like when i ask you questions no um, i don't fluid according to physics is a liquid gas or other material that continually flows under an external force they are substances which cannot resist any sheer force applied to them we just learned what a regular fluid is but a non-newtonian fluid is a fluid that does not follow newton's law of viscosity 
which means that a fluid will have a consistent viscosity despite stresses or external factors. You with me? It's a little sciencey. So it's a little sciencey. So yeah. this is a non-Newtonian fluid. It's quicksand, but a Newtonian fluid is that viscosity will remain the same despite force. Okay. One instance of I that see. is okay. water. Yep, I got right. I, yeah, that can make sense. So. Okay. An example of a non-Newtonian fluid is ketchup. <laughs> because, because ketchup becomes easier to dispense or flow from one of those like annoying glass bottles if you shake it. Oh, it yeah. It becomes less viscous. Oh. Got it? This is also like one of the first like real science-y ones I've researched. So it's a lot of like understanding things. But basically... <laughs> You're like, now let me explain to you. Now let me explain to you what the laws of physics. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, in terms of quicksand, when it is undisturbed and there are no like forces going at it, it appears to be a solid, like I said before, but with a tiny change in the stress on the sand, it can cause a sudden decrease in the viscosity, just like we said with the non-Newtonian fluid. First, it's very viscous. It looks very solid. Some might say it's like in a gel-like solid state, but if someone steps on it, the viscosity changes, becomes less viscous. Got it. So like I said before, if someone attempts to walk on this quicksand, the water and the sand in the quicksand will actually separate further from each other, causing those pores to get bigger. And then dense regions of the sediment will form and... There you go. There's quicksand. Shit. Now, I know what you're thinking. Can quicksand kill you? I was going to wonder if you were going to tell me about all the deaths that happened by quicksand. Um. So quicksand can't kill you. It is Are you kidding me? It is impossible to kill. It, Are you- just on its own, quicksand cannot kill you despite what movies tell you. Yeah. They lied to us. They did. But actually, something really neat is the Mythbusters actually tested this out. Oh. And they busted it. It was proven busted. What they did is they, like, built a giant cylinder container, like, almost like a a baby pool or a mini pool, (laughs) but, like, tall. And it was um, an artesian well of sorts, and they pumped water through it upwards, and then they filled the entire thing with extremely fine sand. So they they wanted to create all of the conditions to make, like, perfect quicksand. The best quicksand ever. Both of the Mythbusters, Adam and Jamie, which Jamie reminds me of Kyle so much, his voice. (laughs) Anyway, so they went into their contraption and they tried to escape from the quicksand. So they literally like dunked themselves in, Uh like waist down. And it wasn't like super easy. It wasn't like a piece of cake, but it was totally like Doable. doable. Yeah, they weren't trapped. Actually, after that initial disturbance of one of the Mythbusters, like, going into the contraption, the sand and water began to mix up again, and it increased, actually, the buoyancy of the human inside. So quicksand is actually denser. The water and sand mixture is denser than a human, which means that a human will float. That's what buoyancy is. Wow. Yeah. So it's actually, like impossible for someone to get sucked under because physics like just because science quicksand's denser you can't get sucked because you're you're floatier (laughs) yeah yeah it's true so shit i feel lied to i know right 
And it was like, it wow, was, I dedicated so much time to worrying about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So like in the episode of Mythbusters, I like watched it, like the little clip from it. They like are in there and they have people like trying to push them down further oh. and they like pop right back up. They literally like oh, boing. That's so cool. Yeah, they didn't, they like couldn't get anyone lower than like their chest basically before and then they just popped back up so oh my gosh that's crazy and it was cool because it was like a very very tall it was probably like a 20 foot tall well that they created and they could literally just like float like an apple in the middle of this thing and like be completely fine won't get sucked down anything that's insane to me yeah Did, did you know they hate each other yes i do actually i didn't know that that's such a bummer i know it really is it was just, i loved that show so but, much but there is something to be said for people who can work together despite hating each other very true that's a whole different kind of person very that true. i feel like is very hard to find yeah very true the one guy um jamie he was like a hollywood guy like he would like make a lot of like gadgets and like robots and shit for movies really mm-hmm. huh yeah pretty neat anywho any hoozle so if what i'm telling you and what science is telling you that you can't get sucked under by quicksand. It's all a lie. Like, why, though, are there some rare tragic accidents where people die? So I Wait, didn't... Oh, my gosh. Really? I will tell you in a minute. I didn't research any. I just am telling you of one instance. In 2012, someone drowned while they were on vacation in Antigua, Guatemala. What happened is they got stuck in quicksand and it's deadly because you can't get free in time this person was trapped and high tide came up and that's (gasps) when it got bad so they didn't die by quicksand they died because they got trapped in quicksand makes sense (gasps) that's horrible so other that's almost worse yeah it's really probably like really scary but another way you can (laughs) not die by quicksand but die because of quicksand is if you get stuck and you could die of starvation or dehydration like if no one's there to save you basically so how do you get stuck though okay so like what i was saying before when you step on it it changes the viscosity right yeah depending on how all the factors are whatever it can increase the viscosity in certain areas so like let me just continue with my story and hopefully it'll clear it up but basically if you try to free yourself without any external help of like rescuing people or whatever or waiting for the sand to liquefy again which is like what i'm kind of like what i was kind of saying research shows that in certain conditions if you want to release one foot from being like completely trapped in quicksand you need to provide a force of pulling power of 100 thousand newtons which is equivalent to the strength needed to lift a medium-sized car so it can really get you so you can get stuck in it you Mm -hmm. just can't drown in it exactly you can't get sucked under by it sucked under so is it true that the more you move the further you go under well that is true for the next type of quicksand i'm about to tell you about oh geez there's types (laughs) so this isn't true quicksand but there's something called dry quicksand where there's no water involved for instance like you could accidentally fall into a silo of grain and die which happened to somebody they didn't die though spoiler alert in 2002 a german man fell into a grain silo late one evening 
By the time the firefighters were able to establish which of the freaking eight tanks that he was in, the grain was up to his armpits and the grain was taking a page out of the Hollywood book and sucking him down slowly, basically. (gasps) So every time he exhaled, the volume of his chest reduced and it caused the grain to rush and fill that small gap that was reduced. Oh my gosh, so it would have suffocated him. Mm -hmm, Which made him, made it harder and harder for him to breathe. Exactly. Because there's so much, think about how big that is. How much force that is. So much force. Ouch. So when the firefighters and like paramedics, everyone found him, they came up with a clever solution in order to rescue him. What they did is they actually lowered a giant cylinder over the man's entire body and they sucked the grain out with an industrial vacuum like starting from the top keep going which meant that the grain couldn't fall tighter around him because there was less and he was able to survive oh my gosh wow pretty wild i have a whole new level of stress exactly so don't (laughs) worry about like regular quicksand worry about dry quicksand but if you do happen to fall in dry quicksand you need to find outside help as quickly as possible but if you find yourself in some wet quicksand and you're not going to drown, obviously, but you're stuck, what you need to do is wiggle your leg in order to introduce water and agitate the more solidified sand. And that'll liquefy it, make it easier to remove. You have to stay calm, which might be easier said than done. Lean back and also like spread out your weight more evenly. Uh-huh. And then slowly, because of buoyancy, you'll float back up to the surface. And also don't forget your hat <laughs> if you lose it. <laughs> Indiana Jones reference. I've never seen that movie. So anyways, <laughs> quicksand in pop culture. Let's move on to that. Like we kind of mentioned, quicksand is a common trope in adventure films where it is unrealistically depicted with a suction effect that causes people or animals that walk into it to sink until fully submerged and drown. (laughs) This obviously has led to the popular perception that humans can be completely immersed and drowned in quicksand, but we just proved that to be impossible, so don't worry. (laughs) just don't panic don't panic according to a 2010 article by slate the trope of the quicksand thing had its heyday in the 60s when almost three percent of films of new films during the 60s showed characters sinking into quicksand are you (laughs) three percent of films in the 60s 30 percent three (laughs) Three. i thought you said 30 no three percent they had some quicksand scene and now yeah and now it's all over so actually in 1913 1914 and 1918 long long ago there have been three movies named quicksands the quicksands and quicksand respectively (laughs) (laughs) awesome yeah so like i mentioned earlier there have also been a lot of songs called quicksand like the one that i know it's by the band called the story so far and i think that a lot of bands or artists use the word as a title to like metaphor of like you're dragging me down it's like that's kind of what the the song that i know is uses it as <laughs> but david bowie larue bjork britney spears and lit the band who sings my own worst enemy <laughs> all have a song called quicksand oh my so, gosh yeah 
There's also a fictional Marvel super villain named Quicksand who first appeared in some of the early Thor comics. Her strength, speed, stamina, agility, reflexes, and durability have all been enhanced as a result of an exposure to atomic radiation. Here she is. (laughs) Whoa. There's a comic, and it's like a little screen from a comic. She said, that's right, blue boys. Struggle. Make quicksand feel like it was worth the effort to break out of the big house. That's wow. a cop. That's a cop. very scary. I know. So her altered body, which she's basically like a big sandy woman, <laughs> um, <laughs> provides. I, mean, I would hope so. Yeah, provides her with a protection from physical and energy attacks. She also has the ability to transform into malleable sand-like substance, which can be hardened, just like quicksand, dispersed or shaped according to her will. She can also increase her size and mass to an unknown extent when in sand form and can manipulate it for various effects. She has used this ability to form hammers, elongate parts of her body, and fire sandblasts. Honestly, kind of cool. I know. Um, I was going to say she kind of sounds like a badass. I know. I feel so personally, I've never really gotten into like Marvel films, but I feel like I want to know all of the characters' stories. I don't want to take the time to like watch all the movies and stuff, but like the fact that like people wrote all these comics and have all these like backgrounds com- and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, that like is so like interesting to me. So. But I don't want to see the action movie. No, I, I really... I'm with that, too. That yeah. I mean, action movies are just, like, not my thing. Yeah. I've tried. I think also with specifically, like, the Marvel movies, I think I've seen... See, the recent Spider-Mans, I've seen, like, the one Avengers, but it's just there's, like, so much that you're supposed to watch in order to know everything and to know, like, while the people in the theater are like, whoa! at a certain part and you're just like they're like what just happened <laughs> yeah like they all know about yeah. the universe and you're like mm-hmm. i'm just like oh, this is well, my first movie okay. is, yeah thank you yeah i when you have to commit that much yeah it's like is it worth it i don't know man i don't know man but like lord of the rings extended edition is as dedicated as i get yeah i i, I approve i approve yeah so to conclude my talk on quicksand in 1989 the parker brothers released a board game called quicksand where players control one of four explorers racing to discover an ancient temple sound familiar yeah the pawns represent a little like stereotypical british explorer with like multiple removable parts to represent the explorer sinking into the quicksand the pawns feet are removed then the waist and soon only their helmet remains oh my so like gosh. when stuff happens to them they take they off. drown slowly <laughs> oh that's horrible <laughs> yep but that is a brief but in-depth i hope overview of quicksand Woo! by the letter q Woo! that was good carl thanks it was it's um yeah it's pretty interesting i guess it was like not as scary as i thought it was and then like i got more scared about dry quicksand dry quicksand i have but it's not technically quicksand because it's not the same property wise yes because instead of water so agitating water into the sand makes it more right makes it 
less viscous. Yes. Right? So when you do that with, like, air, it's not necessarily the same. Right. Yeah. Because the water kind of fills in. Exactly. And the air does not. Exactly. Uh. It's hard to picture in terms of, like, earth sciences and sediments. We're talking sand is a sediment. Yeah. Right? It's hard to, like, envision it because it's something that's so tiny, tiny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just think about, like, when I stand on the beach on, like, the shore at, and it's, like, a fine, finer sand beach. Mm-hmm. And you, like, dig your feet under, and then you can kind of lift your feet up. Like, that's technically, yeah. like, very yeah. similarly. Very thing. similar. Yeah. So, g- don't worry, guys. Most likely, yeah. you won't ever have to run into quicksand. And if you do, you'll probably be fine. So. And if you're on dry quicksand. <laughs> I think it's Let's really, hope they find it's the really barrel. only something that's, like, it's really only something that's, like, accurate with like the grain silos because it's so huge that's also the other thing the proportion of your body to how much grain is in there how much whatever you're caught in exactly so like a sand dune that would probably be an instance of depending on how big it is i go on the sand dunes every year but but i'm saying if the factors are present that make the space between the grains yeah more than 25 to 30 percent so like if the sand for whatever is not packed down or very loose like i don't fucking know but i don't know how that happens so they do tell you like at the at the jersey shores they're like do not go on the sand dunes (laughs) there's like so there's so many signs that you're not supposed to so i mean maybe that's why i don't know though i think it's just to protect the habitat is all i mean we like protecting the earth too yes we're very for it Yes, yes, yes. We are here for it. We go to school for it. We, <laughs> we pay the government. <laughs> My latest rap yep. song is coming out later, guys. Um, Sweet. And then well, our version of Binky Rules is going to be on Spotify. Oh, my God. On, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Binky Rules. Um, But that's it for Good me. Good job, Carl. Thanks. Turn, tune in next week so Kelsey can tell us this another story about, about R. I have not thought about what I'm going to do for R yeah. at all. It hasn't even kissed my mind yet. Oh, that's okay. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Please give us a rating and, and a, a review. And a subscribe. Hit mm-hmm. that subscribe button and um, support your uh, favorite high school best friends. Yep, that's us. And follow us on the internet if you want. <laughs> You know where it's at. at Instagram, Twitter, pod. TikTok, TikTok, and then the also pod. email us by the letter pod at gmail.com. That's all I have, folks. That's it for me. Bye. 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 See you.